how do you involve Justin in the business so that he's part of the business? So there are things that he can do and things that he can't do. Putting the labels on the bottom of the candles, prepping boxes. Something that I know is when he's not feeling great, if he saw bars of soap, he would take one and take a bite out of it. So, you know, I arrange the atmosphere, the environment, you know, so that all the things that he likes to do, but not everybody, you know, you don't always have that option. Welcome to the Daily Naked Pair podcast brought to you by Rocco Blue, the first ever brand focused on supporting parents with special needs children. Naked Parent Nation is a group of parents with special needs children who are willing to get vulnerable, strip it all down, and take a look at ourselves, our parenting, our family, and our plans to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. On today's show, we'll be discussing starting a business for your autistic child. Hello, Naked Parent Nation, and welcome to today's episode of the Naked Parent Podcast. My name's Chad Ratliff, and I'm your host. And before I introduce you to our guest today, let's start by sharing our community's preamble. Naked Parent Nation's a worldwide community of parents raising children with all kinds of needs. We come together to share our naked truth, support our fellow parents, and inspire the inner growth that each of us needs to build the life and family of our dreams. For the parents that are struggling, we want you to know that we will love you until you can love yourself. For your children, we pray and send power from our collective group. As we come to understand our divine nature, we realize that there's no need to feel sorry for ourselves, be angry, or feel lack. We come to understand that our feelings of limitation and separation are only in our minds. Through self-realization, we expand our consciousness so that the challenges that perplex us today dissipate one by one until we're able to see and experience gratitude and beauty in everything just as it is. We have the power to create any kind of life we want for ourselves and our families. We do this by living in the naked present moment, one day at a time. Esther and Jerry Hicks call it the science of deliberation, and we call it the answer to all of our prayers. So before we get to our guest and to our show today, maybe we'll start with um, a little prayer. We'll just close our eyes and just kind of get centered for a second and let the world go. Take in like the way your body feels, take in the sounds in the room. We're not gonna try and pretend like there's nothing that exists but just realize yourself and where you are. And I'll say a prayer. Heavenly Mother, Father, Friend, Great Spirit, Divine Consciousness, Wondrous Nature, and Saints of all religions, we come together as brothers and sisters on a similar quest to better understand ourselves, our divine calling, and how to be the best version of ourselves and parents for our children. We ask for the guidance and the ability to accept life on life's terms. May each listener feel an inner sense of peace and calm in our hearts today. May we feel love and spread love. Om, peace, amen. So on today's show, we have Pam Katoff. Did I Katoff. Who's worked in education most of your life. And has an unbelievable story, which I can't wait to get into, where she and her partner 
started a business for their autistic children and are all in business together, creating the jobs for your children that you weren't feeling that they were going to be able to get on their own. Is that kind of how it all started? Absolutely. Uh, My business partner is Pat Miller. We met on the playground before our children who ended up with autism were even born. We met through a mutual friend and we hit it off, but we were in different towns and, you know, life, you get busy. We went in different directions. I guess a couple of years later, the mutual friend, my son was diagnosed first and the mutual friend said, hey, you know, Pat's son was diagnosed with autism. I said, well, she should call me. I was waiting and waiting for her to call me because it's a hard call. You know, your first phone call when you realize that your child has a diagnosis, that they have some learning difference or developmental disability, it's tough. So I had to wait for her. And she says, when she finally called, I said, I've been waiting for this phone call for a long time. And we became fast friends, started our journey with autism and raising children with autism and juggling everything, you know, the the children who didn't have the diagnosis and working and not working and all of the things that happen when your child gets a pretty heavy diagnosis. So we navigated it all together. We actually started a school for children with autism. That was the first time that we did something together with some other families because there were just not enough schools that provided a good quality education. So we did that together and we just always stayed friends and stayed in touch. And as our boys got older, their autism is what people would say profound autism. So if you look at it like a spectrum are, you know, my son is uh, 21, very limited language, behavior issues from time to time and big behavior issues from time to time. So I realized that there would not be a lot of opportunities when he aged out of school and Pat was sort of on the same path with me, that there wasn't going to be a lot for them. And for me, working in education, I had the opportunity to see what was out there. I I did some volunteering, actually, at a greenhouse because I thought, ooh, that would be fun. What's better than being surrounded by beautiful, green, growing things in a warm atmosphere? And that enabled me to modify some curriculum for a high school that had a greenhouse and it was their uh, mixed developmentally disabled group. And I got to go to different job sites with them. And I came away very, very depressed at what the opportunities were. Mm things that I saw were the young adults were working with people who weren't maybe paying attention to them, almost like it felt to me like somebody pushing a cart, you know, not interacting, not being with the participants, just sort of going, you know, making sure there were no problems. It was smelly. Uh, Some of the jobs were wiping down cable wires, which really I didn't even understand why wipe down a cable wire with alcohol. What that meant to me was it wasn't an actual important job. It was a busy thing, almost like, here, just sit here and do this. When I left this one place that I went to, I called Pat and I said, this is terrible. I can't believe what is out there. It's not joyous. It's not life affirming. 
holy crap, we need to do something. So we knew we wanted to do something and we didn't know what, but I say the hand of God brings you things and it's like a carpet that unrolls when you need it. And that's what happened with us. I had tried an occupational therapist. My son is very hyperactive, said, why don't you try salt baths and throw in some lavender? I'm like, okay, I'll try that. And it was very soothing and calming for him. So Pat tried it with her son, had the same results. And then we decided, I'm sure a lot of parents with special needs kids can relate. Your kids aren't going to those after school programs so much. There's not a lot to do. So we'd get them together and make the salts ourselves and put them in pretty packages. And then we gave them out for holiday gifts. And then people said, hmm, can I buy these? And then we said, wait, maybe this is it. So that's how we started the business. And it just spiraled from there. And we went into soaps and body butters and candles and different things. And we started it in my basement. I have a house that, again, by the hands of God, I have two kitchens. And we converted one into a soap studio. And now we're out. You can, uh, I'm in my soap studio now production facility, but it started out as a home-based business. So anybody out there can do this. Wow. This, you took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And the name of the business is? Beloved Bath. And, and the URL is? Uh, BelovedBath.com. So yes, we, Pat and I always felt that we were lucky in that you know, we had options. I mean, being an educator, I think that I got a head start on everything with the schools. Pat comes from healthcare. So she had a head start on all of those things that come together to get the best outcome. So it's very important for us that we did not just for our kids, but for other people. Like you step back and you pull somebody up along with you. So we didn't want it just to be, oh, our kids are going to have something really nice. We wanted it to be for more people. We are happy and proud to employ a bunch of people. Um, It's all part-time, which a whole other story is people who get social security are worried about ruining their benefits by earning too much money, which is a whole thing that needs to be addressed. But yeah, right. That's a, a long one. But we partner with schools so that when their students are able to go out for vocational opportunities, they can come here and job sampling. But the nice thing is that we have people all over the spectrum, kids like ours with profound autism, who could potentially have a meltdown in a really hard time. People who drive here themselves, people who ride a bicycle, it's everybody. We have people with other disabilities, not just autism, we don't discriminate. We take everybody. Uh, we've got a long waiting list and we wish we could employ more people. Oh, that's awesome. And when did the business start? 2016 was when we were doing, we started, we made a, a little website. You couldn't even use it really, but we made a website so that our friends and family could see what we had to offer. And then they would order, call us up and order, and then we would get a check from them. So that was how we started. And then we got a real website and, you know, became 
incorporated and, you know, a real business. But I think our incorporation was still 2016, even though we started, you know, it wasn't didn't look so legit. Our pictures were kind of crummy on the website. It was very, very handmade. You know, it seems like one of the things that I state in kind of my like life's purpose, and I learned it from somebody else, and it said that to do things in an easy and relaxed manner in a healthy and positive way in its own perfect timing for the highest good of all. Yes. It's like to look look for those things that like roll downhill, not that you have to yes. push uphill. Yes. Exactly. I, that's how I always, I mean, I always say the carpet unfurling, but that's how it felt when we started with the bath salts. There was a lovely shop a few towns over. I went to visit them and I said, this is what we're doing. Can you help me with packaging or any ideas? And they were lovely. And uh, shout out to Dolly Moo because they really helped us get started. It wasn't as if they saw us as something that would be competitive but they gave us great information, told us to think about doing soaps. And yeah, I feel like when it's meant to be, it's easy. And when it's not, it's a struggle or it's not the right time. But when things are supposed to be, it just sort of rolls out and feels, even though it's challenging, still feels like there's some ease to it. I love this story. And um you're further along a path that I think I'm following. I watched something on 2020 years ago, and it took you into the home in these kind of single parent New York homes where the kids age out of the public school system and the parent who still had to work had to put their kids in these warehouses and they took you in this warehouse. And I just remember sobbing, like thinking they would have to beat my kid or drug him to get him to sit in that chair. And they were like walking up and down and I don't even know what the people were doing in their chair. And that created like sort of a dream for me to create a ranch, a working ranch. Oh, wow. For kids that age out of the public school system. I'm not there yet. I'm kind of sort of in the trenches of childcare, I feel like. And so my question to you is, it must not have been easy to get from where you, throughout all the years with heavy, with profound behavioral issues, right? Absolutely. Well, the lucky thing is Pat and I have never been face down in the mud at the same time. We've both been face down in the mud plenty of times. That's the nice thing about being on a journey with somebody that we've covered for each other and helped each other along. But hell, it is depressing sometimes when you feel committed to something for your kid you know, I'll get up at four in the morning, five in the morning when it's busy time and I just do it and I just pound. I feel like that's the attitude you have to have if you want to make something for your kid. Plenty of people don't and that's okay. It's just you have to find what works and maybe it's not starting something, but maybe it's finding a great group that's already doing something and trying to be helpful with them. It's challenging and there are days where I'm exhausted. And I say, you know what? I'm brushing my teeth today and I'm picking my clothes up off the floor and putting them back on to my husband. You can order dinner or look in the fridge, find something. But there are days like that. And then there are days where I feel great and powerful and accomplished. It's like a crazy, you know, 
up and down, up and down. I, I don't feel like it's steady. And it would be nice if it if life felt steady and calm, but that's just not in the cards at this point. Well, you have very positive energy. I'll, I'll tell you that you bring a lot of positivity, at least to my world. And I'm I am happy for you that you found such an amazing friend. Almost seems not possible to me, I have to say. Like, I'm very connected in special needs communities and podcasts and talk to lots of people. And I don't know if I have any, I have one friend where I could like bring my kids to their home. Right. You know, like there's no place I can go hang, nobody I can go hang out with or that really gets where I'm coming from that's like kind of, you know, one of my people on the journey with me. So I think it's amazing that you have that. And um, I think there's probably other listeners out there like myself that are saying, I wonder where I could find my friend at the playground. Right. It was absolutely lucky. I think a lot of the bonding that I did also, I said we started the school with some other parents. I think that when you're in the trenches together, you don't even have time to put on airs. You're just, this is me. Take it or leave it. This is who I am. And I think that you get an authentic friendship when you just sort of put it out there. But you're right. I mean, it would be nice if there was some, I don't know, pen pal type thing or some way to connect with people because others just don't understand what we're going through. Sometimes I'll talk to a friend and they're stressed out because their kid didn't get into their first choice college or somebody breaks up, you know, the, the boyfriend breaks up and those are painful things. And I would never say they're not, but like my pain is so different and so steady that it's really important to have people. It's great to have people who are not in our world, but it's really important to have at least somebody where you can call and say, Oh my God, God, I went into his room and there's feces smeared everywhere. Like, who could I say that to? But another parent who is in that because it sounds so crazy and extreme. And yeah. Yeah. It's, I I have a bag sitting on my front porch from this morning was a bad morning. And it's kind of like, at what point am I going to like get in the shower to try and like get it clean enough for the wash machine? You know, like, that's kind of like where my days, I'm planning my day around it. Right, right. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Stuff that goes on, it's It's like, you couldn't even believe. Like, you know, when I was newly married before having children, I never would have thought, you know, that this would be how it is. But I also find the beauty in my life and... My philosophy is this. I act like the good times are permanent and the bad times are temporary. And I take mental snapshots. You know, one that always comes to mind is my son is Justin, my son who has autism, and my other son is Stephen. They're a year and a half apart. Justin was always soothed by car rides. Poor Stephen would come out with me and we'd just drive around and he would say, Mommy, no, 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 no. And there was one time where they were just, you know, Justin would sometimes grab Stephen and bite him. And I'd have both of them in the back because they were both little. And then there was one time I remember where I was driving and they were laughing and wow. interacting. And I, I took it and I'm like, I'm going to remember this. And I still do. And yeah. I hold on to those things because 
that's what you think about when you're standing there, like, do I throw this underwear out or not? Or uh, my son bites on occasion. I like to go to yoga class and I don't really like to go to yoga class if I have a pinch mark or something, because I think people look at that and imagine not, um, you know, that my son has behavior challenges, but look how far he's come. They might think, oh my God, that poor woman, she's probably getting beaten or something. So, you know, the stuff that I like, I'm shopping and I make sure to get a shirt that comes, you know, has a longer sleeve for those times. So like, it's weird. We live a weird life, I think. Have you always been positive or is it something that you had to work on? I'm still working on it. I mean, I feel like being positive is a practice. And there are days where I feel so crummy. But overall, I feel blessed. I just try to remember the things that are good. And I try to remember that the bad always passes and it's always temporary. It's not like I wake up every day and say, oh, yay, you know, what a great existence. And I'm going to have another easy day. No, it's totally challenging. But It's just something that I strive to do. I think that's awesome. And my win today was the morning that I had would have derailed me in the past. Mm -hmm. It would have made me rude to my other kids, short, potentially verbally abusive, you know, way, way back. And I took it all in stride. Nobody knew what kind of moment I was having in the bathroom. And I kind of looked back at that and some of the practices that I have. And it was like, it was actually a really positive experience to to see that I had grown and that I'm evolving. And boy, today is so much more enjoyable. Whereas in the past, when I would have blown up, I would have felt bad all day. My whole day would have been ruined. So I'm with you on that practice and it makes a huge difference for me. So a question I have, my oldest son is very low functioning. Maybe he's profoundly impacted, as you say, How do you involve Justin in the business so that he's part of the business? So there are things that he can do and things that he can't do. You know, luckily for him, his mom owns the business. So, you know, I know him so well. And when he comes in and he still comes in with his school because he's just due to COVID, he gets an extra year. So he'll have things that he can do, like putting the labels on the bottom of the candles prepping boxes. Something that I know is when he's not feeling great, if he saw bars of soap, he would take one and take a bite out of it. So, you know, I arrange the atmosphere, the environment, you know, so that all of things that he likes to do, but not everybody, you know, you don't always have that option. Yeah. No, you really don't. And something I want to say also, I am working on being gentle with myself and not being hard on myself when I feel annoyed or even if I don't verbalize it, I mean, I've got, there's the, the person that you see, and then there are the things in my head. Yeah. And the things in my head sometimes seem really crazy and really extreme, but I'm trying not to judge myself and just, you know, kind of doing the best that you can and just being kind to myself like I would if it were my friend. So that's something that I try to do too. That's awesome. How do you take care of you? Well, I do yoga. I'm still looking for a good meditation practice. I haven't landed on it yet. I feel like I need to 
find something that's going to work for me. But as I said, I've done mantra meditation where you, in your mind, you know, repeat, you know, some syllables. Um, I've done guided meditation. Eh. There's one meditation I like, actually, I'll say by um, John Kabat-Zinn, and it's called The Mountain. Okay. And that one really resonates with me. And it's basically you imagine yourself as the mountain. And what I like about it is on stormy days, tourists may come and look at the mountain and say, this isn't what I was expecting, but the mountain could care less. And, you know, the mountain remains and there's storms and they're beautiful weather and all those things. So I like that. So that's something that I like. So I'm looking for more with meditation. I like to write in my journal. I try to write the positive things in my journal. And if I'm feeling particularly upset and stressed and really angry and things that maybe I wouldn't want to look at in a week, then I write it on a little piece of paper. I have a little like clamshell where I do saging and smudging. I don't know if, and I burn it. So I, you know, Oh, cool. Yeah. So I just put all like the bleh, the things and I don't censor it. I just say whatever the hell I would say and just burn it. And just watching that smoke goes feels pretty good. That's awesome. Have you heard of Joe Dispenza? No. Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm-mm. So on Sunday, I'm going to a Joe Dispenza retreat in Orlando. I have four people coming to stay at my house and hopefully they, this will be my first time away from the kids. Oh, good. Ever. Get away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eight days. He's kind of a cutting edge neuroscience guy. He's sort of has his own brand. You can check him out sometime maybe, or listeners can check him out. But meditation changed. It absolutely changed my life. It. What kind of meditation do you do? So my path, I went from like using the calm yeah, app that led me to the self-realization fellowship. Have you heard of that? No. So Paramahansa Yogananda was like this guy who was sent from the East to bring Kriya yoga to the West and Kriya yoga to them is union with God. It's kind of more meditation than the yoga that I'm familiar with in the West. Okay. Yoga is more like, so Kriya yoga and so I went through there. They have a series of lessons that kind of take you through the way to become kind of self-realized. And that's where kind of the preamble to the show where I got some of that. Mm-hmm. And that led me to Joe Dispenza. And I'm writing this all down. So the Self-Realization Fellowship is more about connecting with your higher self, raising consciousness, you know, kind of finding that, finding the higher God, whatever you believe in, right? And Joe Dispenza is more about creating your future. Mm-hmm. Like that that you're either a memory of your past, you're either living a memory of your past or you're creating your future. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that, you know, so it's, um, I won't be able to explain it with, you know, enough clarity to, to make it worthwhile. I'll just say, check it out because he's got, how do you spell Dispenza? D-I-S-P-E-N-Z-A or S-Z-A. Okay. I'm going to check him out. He has a book called Becoming Supernatural. Oh. That just really, um, yeah. 
it changed my life. And meditation just actually gave me some space between, I know it's the old Viktor Frankl thing, but Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning, was in the concentration camps. And he found that between stimulus and response, there's a space. And so he was saw the most horrific concentration camp, all that stuff. But he found that even no matter how you are beaten, in between getting beaten and how you react to it, you have a place where you get to choose mm. how you're going to react. Wow. And meditation gave me a little bit of a space to make some choices rather than just always reacting, you know, good or bad, you know, ah, you know, just to whatever happens to. It's so hard not to be reactive. Yeah. It's been super helpful. So. For the listeners that want to check out what you guys are doing, they go to um, 11bath.com and I'm going to put um, a 20% coupon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just do naked parent, one word, N-A-K-E-D parent. And I'll put that on today. It'll be a one-time coupon for all of your listeners. But yeah, we'd love it if you sign up for our emails and check us out and we also do a podcast, but we're just started with it. And our goal in doing it is just to connect with people because, you know, we wish that we could employ everybody and we can't employ everybody, but we want to always be a resource. So if you go on the website and just even if you have any questions from today, just there's a contact email. One of us will get back to you for sure. We know what it's like. I mean, we, we're living it. And the best thing is supporting other parents. I need support. Everybody needs support. And this is amazing that. that you do this. I love it. Yeah, it's just a passion project. It's turned into 100 plus episodes. And, and I've had a chance to connect with you, which is awesome. I can't wait to go check out your site. I'm going to uh, look for your podcast. And I'd love to stay connected and Oh, our podcast is called Making Sense Out of Autism, S-C-E-N-T-S, because we work with sense yes. and we try to make sense out of autism. Yeah. So the naked parent and making sense, we're all, we're playing on words. So yeah, um, yeah I love the, I, yeah, I didn't understand. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But now, yes, like we just have to strip it down and be real because if you meet other people and they put forward that it's just, you know, only the, the good side of it, or that's not helpful. That's actually, I think even harmful because we have to share. Yeah. Guess what? Sometimes my kid bites me and yeah. that sucks, but other times he's amazing and life is great. You know, just, it's all up and down and a total roller coaster. Well, I'm happy to connect with you. Cause I do have to say that it's, I think it's tricky to, to work that fine line though, because Sometimes people are in the dumps because life's hard and they can't find any way out and staying there with them brings me down too. It's like, I'm not helping to just sit in somebody's rut while we're all furnishing it together. But at the same time, we need to keep it real. And so it's that balance working on ourselves, being our most positive self, but also being real. Yeah. It's not easy. It's a whirl. <laughs> it's, life. it's life. So um, I, I want to thank you for being on the show thank today. Thank you so much. This and, is, I uh, learned a lot. I'm excited. I'm glad to meet you. We're excited to check out your site and I'll um, we'll touch base the next time we do. Look for my order. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. Great All right. To- thank you. Bye. This concludes our show for today. And I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts. If you'd like to be part of the Naked Parent Nation and help us reach those parents that are struggling and overwhelmed, there's no better way to help than by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show on iTunes. iTunes highlights the shows based on these metrics, and the more the show gets highlighted, the more opportunities people will have to be introduced to the show where they can hear that message of hope or that tip that can change everything. So follow the link in our show notes And we hope to have you back here tomorrow where we'll do it again. From the team here at the Naked Parent Podcast, we wish you the life you've always dreamed of and then some. So long.